0: Okay, The Talking Book is a 501c3 nonprofit audio publisher of independent literature. We're in Asheville, North Carolina, and because we're a nonprofit, we depend on donations from our listeners and supporters of independent publishing. So if you want to get involved, go to the talkingbook.org. That's thetalkingbook.org. You can join our Patreon uh, or you can come to Asheville and hang out with us and we can record your book. We record books for authors and publishers. We'll make your audiobook. That's what we do. Hit us up uh, anyway. Thanks so much for your support. Here's the show. Love you. Okay. All right. All right. Here's another episode. My name's Chris Hartrum. This is the Talking Book the talking book. Uh, We're coming at you live from Asheville, North Carolina, as usual, the beautiful mountains of Asheville. Today, I have Joey Grantham, Joseph Grantham, uh, Esquire, on the show. He's going to be reading an excerpt from his new book, Raking Leaves, which just came out. It just came out um, September 24th, this year, came out from Holler Presents, which is Scott McClanahan and Chris Oxley, small publisher. Um, very important uh, work these people are doing, and this book by Joseph Grantham is good and it's funny, and I think you're going to like it, and he, he talks about it for a second here before he does uh, a reading of it, but uh, yeah, uh, Joseph Grantham's a nice guy. He uh, I've talked to him a few times. Uh, he's been on the show before. Um, his book, Tom Sawyer came out um, last year and is also awesome, so please get that. But anyway, forget me and go listen to Joseph Grantham read from his new book, uh, Raking Leaves.
1: My name is Joseph Grantham and I am the author of Tom Sawyer and most recently, Raking Leaves. I'm sitting in my apartment in Baltimore, I moved here about a month ago. My cat, Tammy Wynette, is clawing at the door to this room because she's not satisfied. This is a story I wrote. It's not in my new book, but... I'll read from that shortly. This story is called The Public Library. He can't write stories anymore. He writes poems, short poems, He publishes two short books of poems. People think his poems are funny. They think he thinks his poems are funny. They think he thinks he's funny. He likes his poems, and he likes his books, but he's worried that he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. Sometimes, late at night, he reads his books of poems and decides whether or not they are good. Some nights they are good. Some nights, they are not. He doesn't want to do anything that he wants to do, and he wants to do everything that he doesn't want to do. A little over a year ago, he ran over an elderly woman who was crossing the street at night. He was driving his girlfriend's Hyundai. It was dark. He was living in a small town, and there weren't any street lights, and he could hardly see her until she was rolling off the windshield. She wore a nightgown. He thinks she must have been lost, wandering away from the nursing home. He never looked back. He read about her in the newspaper a few days after he left her in the road. He knows her name. It's the only thing he thinks about on a daily basis. That was when he worked at a pharmacy. He started off as a cashier, but then they wanted him to count pills. He counted pills. They gave him a 50 cent raise. He quit his job and moved to a city. Before he moved, his customers at the pharmacy told him it was a dangerous city. He lives in an apartment. He has a fire escape. He stands in the bathroom and looks out the bathroom window. He can see into another apartment across the street. He sees a bookshelf, but he can't make out any of the titles. He looks in the mirror above the sink. He takes a pair of tweezers out of the medicine cabinet and finds a hair on his cheek that is higher up on his cheek than any of the other hairs on his cheek. He plucks the hair. The hair sticks to the end of the tweezers and he pinches it off with a forefinger and thumb and examines the hair. It's a short black hair. He can't fall asleep. He stays up too late and wakes up too early. He doesn't think he's funny. He doesn't think anyone is funny. He can do a handstand, but he never has a good excuse to do one. He reads in bed before he turns out the light. He reads a story by Isaac Bobble about a library. It's called The Public Library. The next morning, he walks to the nearest public library. He wants to write about the people he sees. He sees a woman behind a desk and a man looking at the DVDs. He wants to write about all of the people, even the small dog. But he doesn't want to write the same story Isaac Bobble wrote because it wouldn't be fair to Isaac Bobble. He goes home, and he doesn't write a story. He doesn't write. He remembers he is hungry. He leaves his apartment. He walks to the market around the corner. He orders a sandwich from the deli in the back of the market. It's the fourth time he's ordered a sandwich from the deli in the back of the market. He brings the sandwich home with him. He sits at his kitchen table and eats the sandwich. The first time, three sandwiches he ate from the deli around the corner were not good sandwiches and they were not cheap. The fourth sandwich is the best sandwich he's eaten in a year. It is not cheap and it is not very good, but he has not eaten a lot of sandwiches this year and this one is the best. He finishes the sandwich and balls up the foil and butcher paper and throws it into the trash. He had a profound thought a few years ago but he didn't write it down and he forgot what it was. The only two things he remembers about it are that it was profound and that he forgot it. Now I'm going to read from my new book called Raking Weaves. It was published by Holler Presents, which is Chris Oxley and Scott McClanahan's press. I started this book two years ago when I was living in Beckley with Scott and Julia. And I finished it in my apartment in Baltimore two years later. A lot of the poems are really short, like one line. I'll read some of the mid-sized poems and a handful of the short ones. This is a poem called Meatballs. She's downstairs making dinner, because we got mad at each other. She doesn't want me to throw the honey into the cupboard. She wants things to be organized. I made her a peanut butter and honey and banana and apple jelly sandwich. I was going to use that as an excuse. I was going to argue, but I went upstairs Sat in the room I used to sleep in before I started sleeping in her room. Tried to read a book. Imagined running into the next room and opening the door and jumping off the balcony. Thought about a broken leg, sitting on the wet grass screaming for her to stop making meatballs, for her to come outside and look at me, for her to fix my broken leg or take me to the hospital. But I don't jump off the balcony. I go downstairs and I eat the meatballs. That poem was written in Woodland, North Carolina. This is a poem called August 6th. Your sister started seeing that state trooper again, and now we don't see her anymore. But we saw her yesterday because it was your birthday. Your mama wanted to be the first female state trooper in North Carolina. But her daddy wouldn't let her. So she became a parole officer. And then she worked at the ABC store. And then at the pharmacy. And then I stole her job. This is a poem called What I See There's the woman with the beard She's going back inside the family dollar This is a poem called Pharmacy Poem Number 10 I had a bad sleep I woke up cold She had some teeth pulled She talked funny. She applied for assistant manager at the new grocery store. And this is a poem called Belk. Your mama handed me garments. She said, ain't this soft? And I said, yes, this is soft. She held up a dress to your chest. This looks like Ashley, but I didn't think it looked like you. I wanted to be at home on the bed, watching the baseball game and learning big words. I don't know enough big words. Even now I can't think of any, and I've had all day. This is a poem called John Deere. My landlord's dad is in a wheelchair, and he mows my lawn. Hey, thank you for listening to me read a story and a handful of poems to you. Um, I hope you go out and uh, buy this book of poems I wrote, uh because, I don't know, I think you might like it. It's been really, uh, really good talking to you all, and, uh, I hope you all have good lives. Signing off, Joseph Grantham, author of Raking Leaves.
0: Okay, there you have it. If you like what you heard, you can go get Raking Leaves by Joseph Grantham. You can get that on Amazon you can get that. Uh, you can go to hollerpresents.com, H-O-L-L-E-R presents.com, H-O-L-L-E-R presents.com uh, and find that book and other books from Holler Presents. Um, so go get it. Go get the book. Go get Raking Leaves by Joseph Grantham. Nice guy, all-American guy, friendly face, uh, friend, friend to all those in need. Uh, my name's Chris Hartram, and this is, the, this is the Talking Book Podcast. Check us out at thetalkingbook.org. If you're a writer or a publisher and you want us to put an excerpt, a reading of something new that's coming out that you wrote or made uh, hit us up at thetalkingbook.org My name's Chris and thank you for having a great time
1: Like a bishop Who has Forsaken Sympathy Chasing Sister Square I was lit before I knew that you were there, like an angel who has forsaken certainty, sleeping. I was lit